All right. This has been like such an interesting show. If you weren't listening from the beginning of the program, uh, we'll we'll replay the end of David's show and the beginning of mine because periodically you're going to hear stuff on the air that we have no idea why it's playing on the air. But uh, it, I'll I'll get into all that stuff coming up in uh, just a little bit on News Radio 930 WBEN. I uh, do want to thank. You guys and ladies, for all of the telephone calls for our astrologer, Cassandra Joan Butler. And uh, we really enjoy doing the show together. And we were of the mutual opinion at the end of the show that that was probably the best show that we've done. And we try to get her on uh, once a month or so. And we put up her uh, uh, horoscope uh, every week in the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. And yes, at some point, we keep saying it, it's got to happen. At some point, we're going to do a show on you could be going through the worst divorce in the world right now and making arrangements with hitmen, but don't. Because if uh, we can have a friendship like we have, no matter what you're going through in your divorce, I assure you, you can have as great a relationship as my ex-wife and I have together. And you never could have seen that during our divorce, believe me. Now, I guess it's, uh, it's, it's uh, a friend of the show day. Joining us now on News Radio 930 WBEN is my very dear friend, Gregory Booker Wells. Uh, Booker, how are you? What's up, Tom? Wiggle, wiggle. Uh, thank you. I, I needed to hear wiggle, wiggle to get uh, to get things going. You, sir, were at Highmark Stadium yesterday. For those of us who were in Debbie's basement um, socializing, can you tell us what the mood was like at the stadium, sir? At the beginning of the game, it was awesome. Everyone was happy and yelling and screaming. Especially after the, the second, third drive, they figured the game was in hand. And by the third quarter, when they didn't take the three points and went for it on fourth down, I believe, I got up and left the game. I knew they were going to lose. Wow. Well, you, I mean, you are a tre- <clears throat> for those who don't know, you, you are you're a tremendous football expert. You are a great analyst. Watching a game with you is like having your own personal uh, color. Why does it got to be color? Color commentator uh, uh-huh. <laughs> sitting sitting next to me. So, um, what was it about the team that just fell apart in, in in the second half? It's like they couldn't do anything right. Man, once again, I think I told you last time, the Buffalo Bills play not to lose. They don't play to win. They play not to lose. Mental errors, execution, the wrong plays at the wrong time. It's just demoralizing, man. I'm disgruntled about the Bills, and I'm chagrined at the same time. Disgruntled and chagrined. Uh, Booker okay, is yeah, with us. Because I'm black, I can't say that. <laughs> well, I was going to say how <laughs> how very articulate you are, um, you guys. If you're just tuning in and you don't know about Booker and me, don't take anything we say as cancelable <laughs> material. This is just how we are. Okay, so the uh, the I was listening to some of the WGR post game show after the game, and. Uh, uh, it was the first time 
in a long time. I have heard people very angry with Josh Allen, very angry with the coaching staff. Let's start off with Josh Allen. What was the mood in the stands regarding our guy? Well, well, we'll just start with the fumble on the half-yard line, which is ridiculous. I watched the other NFLs now. Nobody fumbles a snap. Okay, first of all, he's been doing quarterback sneaks forever and getting yards. Why? Mitch Morris is the, one of the best centers in the NFL. And I watched the snap, man. The snap went to his hand. He just fumbled it, man. And Josh, he has his, his special moments where he looks like an MVP. And then he has these mental blocks where you say, what did he just do? That last play, he threw in the triple coverage. But he's going to dig the whole game having success. But his last play goes to Davis in the triple coverage. What was he thinking? I'm just saying. Well, uh, let's talk about this a little bit more. Um, the trajectory. This, this, Booker, here's what concerns a lot of us is this was not just a one game or a one quarter situation. These guys have not looked good uh, ever since the second half of the game against Green Bay. Uh, six quarters to be exact. That'll be the last six quarters, and that includes Mr. Josh Allen. Do you realize that he has thrown six interceptions in the last three games, and they're all red zone interceptions? Yep. That's more interceptions than he threw all last year. All of last year. Something's not ticking right up there. I think they should not have even played him this game. Uh, I don't think they should have played in this game. You know, it, it's interesting you say that. What what makes you say that? Because you're not the only person I've heard saying this. Well, first of all, I, I would have loved to have seen the former quarterback for the Vikings and the former wide receiver <laughs> for the Vikings go down and kick their tails. Second of all, I don't think he was mentally ready for it. He didn't practice. He he was let's see Friday. So he might have practiced Saturday, but nobody knows. He had no practice. You don't just pop up out of a chair and say, okay, I'm going to play an NFL football game today. Nobody's that good in the NFL, dude. It's, it's, Sorry, you it's, need reps. It, you it's, need reps. It's very disconcerting, Booker, the the bad decisions. You alluded to those earlier, but there have been so many bad decisions in the red zone that a guy who is supposedly MVP quality does not do. Nope. You can call him an MVP, but until he starts coming through when he's supposed to and doing the things that he's supposed to do, sorry. I mean, he's a good runner. He's a good passer when he wants to be, but he has mental blocks. I don't know how or why it happens. It just happens for some reason. You got to realize Buffalo's defense at home is the best defense in the NFL, was the best defense in the NFL. I don't know where they're going to rank after yesterday's game but they were absolutely the best defense in the nfl at home and they give up 80 yard runs they give up well it was a fantastic catch that jefferson made but they made a great catch too didn't do anything about that but disheartening that they didn't kick that field goal and take the short three points instead of going for it for a touchdown that would have put us two scores up and i just i i had to leave i left dude and I was telling my people as I walk out, I got a little fan club there. I was like, I hope that doesn't come back to haunt us. And I like, I always leave early when I know something's not right. Yeah, you you and Jim Kidrina uh, said the same thing about that. So, 
listening to the postgame show uh, on our sister station, there are a lot of criticism of the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, and Sean McDermott. What? How big a uh, uh, a role do you think they played in the debacle we watched yesterday? Well, you know what? It's their job to get the players ready to have assignments and to complete them. I don't think that the coaches put them in a situation where they were able to go against whatever Minnesota gave them. There's no way you get chunks of yards up the middle. There's no way you get 80-yard touchdowns. There's no way you get those passes at the end of the game. And plus, our defensive backfield suffering. I thought Tredavia was going to play yesterday, but he didn't play. Our defensive backfield has got issues, dude. Hi, Davis. It's just not the same. And people are starting to exploit it. And it's probably going to be for the rest of the season. Well, Booker, as long as Ed Oliver and the boys don't get to the quarterback, we're in trouble. Well, you know, Booker, here's here's what I don't understand. And I look, I don't claim to be an expert on football, but it almost seems to me like the Buffalo Bills don't realize that other teams watch tape too, and other teams see the weaknesses, and other teams are going to exploit those weaknesses, and yet we don't seem to have an answer for what is quite predictable exploitation. You're right. We used to talk about halftime adjustments for the Bills the first few games, and they were making great halftime adjustments. you got to realize the first few games we had a full team, and I don't think these young guys are able to catch on to their assignments, first of all, and it's going to hurt us to rest down the road. Unless they get a veteran in here or a couple of veterans in here, and they're not even using Hines. They get Hines because he's supposed to be an explosive running back and catch the ball out of the backfield. I think I saw him play three plays, three or four plays. Well, he's supposed to be running back kickoffs, too. Yeah. And they brought in a guy from the, from the taxi squad to run kickoffs. I, I don't get it. Uh, stay stay with us. Stay with us. Booker is with us. Wiggle, wiggle, shizzle, bizzle. Gregory Booker Wells, who was at the game yesterday, dear friend, knows football. So some people – even pointing at Brandon Bean saying, you knew this team had issues. Why did you not address them at the trade deadline? What are your thoughts? I think that's a money issue. I mean, there, there, there's, surplus. there's not a surplus of money for the Buffalo Bills right now. And I know they're, they're talking about Beckham in general, maybe picking up Beckham. Beckham's got a lot of money coming to him. And I don't think they're ready to pay that much money out for Odell Beckham. And there weren't really that many defensive people that we could have picked up as far as their defensive backs and corners. There wasn't really anyone out there. But he, I would have liked to have seen him get Beckham at least. I mean, he's still there. He may still get him. But I don't see anybody else he could have got defensive-wise. So here we are. Uh, the football team is uh, six and three. How confident are you, Booker, that with uh, some of the weaknesses being exposed on this team, that the Bills are going to even make the playoffs? Well, they'll make the playoffs, but they need to beat the teams they are supposed to beat. As Cleveland is coming to town, they are supposed to beat Cleveland, and if they play the teams that they're playing down the road that they're supposed to beat, that will give them at least 10 victories. That will definitely get them in the playoffs. As far as winning the division, the Miami Dolphins are looking kind of tough right now. And when they come to town, that may be for the division. Whoever they come down to winning the division. 
whoever could have seen this. Booker is uh, with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. So where where do you go from here? Because you, you've lost two in a row, and uh, a lot of people don't think they should have lost two in a row. And, and the Green Bay victory, the second half, was rather on the sloppy side. So you are Sean McDermott. What do you do? Well, he's got to focus on getting his players ready for the game. He's got to get them to execute properly. I mean, he can't play for the players. He cannot play. And maybe got to study a little bit more film and find out what the heck the other team is doing. Maybe not enough of that is going on either. Because they had plays that the Buffalo Bills were totally not ready for. Totally not ready for. Out of position. And he's got a lot of guys coming in and out, coming in. A couple guys' names, I didn't even know who they were. Keeping in fresh players, he calls it. But fresh players that can play football or just fresh players to fill a body. You know, one of the, one of the things that concerned me was after the uh, the late um, goal line stop prior to the uh, fumble and the interception. Uh, I didn't catch who it was, but uh, one of the Bills players was wildly celebrating on the sidelines, and I'm looking at the clock saying, "Do you not remember the Kansas City game?" Yep. I mean, it, it, yep. I, I don't. That it, it is very disturbing when. Everybody talks about 13 seconds, and there's a lot more time than that left on the clock. A lot can happen. And, Booker, it's just your general thoughts about the uh, the tragic way in which this team – it doesn't just lose games, right? It loses games in tragic, epic fashion. Yeah, I'm tired of being the NFL team that plays the greatest game of the season and on the losing side. But you know what? As a professional, you expect Josh Allen to handle that snap and to get one or two yards going forward. If the game was over, the game would have been over. And I can see why the Bills were celebrating because they expected Josh Allen to hold on to the ball and get a yard or two. They were out of timeouts. The game would have been over. Uh, It's a lot different than Kansas City getting the ball back with time left. They could not have gotten the ball back. They could have ran the clock out. Booker if he holds on to that ball at the goal line. Booker, when uh, when Josh fumbled and Minnesota got the touchdown, did you think maybe the Super Bowl went away with that fumble? Well, I'm, my aspirations for the Super Bowl are very slim right now, and I don't think they're they're prepared to go to a Super Bowl right now. They're not executing, man. They're not beating the teams they're supposed to beat. And the coaching, I'm a little skeptical about that right now, too. And I know it's a process, but, man, the process is going backward. That's Yeah, that's a problem. Things aren't progressing. They're regressing, and it's like a trend. Yeah. Very disturbing. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, do I get to see you later on tonight? Absolutely. Oh, good. Well, there's there's that to look forward to. This is how we... Oh, by the way. Yeah, I'm sorry? I took my my Bills fan with your picture on it to the game because too many people always ask me about you. I put put Booker on a stick-up on the Bowerly and WBN Facebook page. I had it with me. Where's Tom? Bam! (laughs) All right. I'll uh, I'll look for you tonight, Booker. You'll cheer us up. All right, buddy. All right, man. Love you. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
Gregory Booker Wells on News Radio 930 WBEN. In various states, we're not even allowed to sit together and talk because we just caused too much of a ruckus. <laughs> News Radio 930. All right, now, when you're doing a shot of Crown Peach with Booker, this is how we do it. And then. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. It's it's a whole little thing, you know. It's like uh, urban handshake. We got our own little urban. T- I'm so urban. It's just. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks to Gregory Booker Wells for uh, joining us on News Radio 930 WBEN. For those who don't know, uh, retired Buffalo firefighter and Buffalo teacher, and uh, uh, Greg's brother Willie Wells, longtime Buffalo police detective and. Willie was partnered for many years with Detective Eddie Neiman, now Chief Eddie Neiman of the Erie County Sheriff's Department. So uh, it's been, uh, (laughs) it's just weird the way life works. And I don't even remember when Booker and I got close. It's just like he's always been around. And uh, he is actually in the uh, party all the time, my girl wants to party all the time video, if you look closely. No dreads, no dreads, but uh, he's in there. Anyway, uh, let's just uh, think about some stuff here on WBEN, shall we? So, I, I don't, look, I, I got into it with some people on Facebook yesterday. I, I don't claim to be a football expert, but I don't think you need to be a football expert to feel the pain because you in your own life, you know people who live and die by the Buffalo Bills, right? People whose entire week is ruined now, or as Stewie Griffin would say, ruined, ruined by what happened to the Buffalo Bills, not just yesterday, but also in the Jets game and some premonitory signs in the second half of the Green Bay game, okay? So um, one of the things that I, that I, I don't know if you thought this, but the beginning of the season, Von Miller issued a video. Von Miller put out a video to Bill's Mafia. And in the video, Von Miller talked about some of the ways in which the Buffalo Bills fan base has had its collective hearts broken over the years. And let's just listen to Von Miller and his message to Bills Mafia at the beginning of the season. And yeah, I heard the stories. I know the history. I know y'all carry a lot of pain. Wide right. No Wide right. The Music City Miracle. What a devastating way for Buffalo to lose. 13 seconds. It was over with 13 seconds to go. Bruh, it. Burn it all. Yeah. Uh, but then that was the first thing I thought of when this play unfolded. And this is the call from... John Murphy on the Buffalo Bills football network, WGR, the flagship station. It's close down there. He's close to the goal line. The Vikings celebrating. They think they've stopped him in the end zone. Let's see. It's no, a he safe... fumbled. 
He fumbled, fumbled. and it's a touchdown. touchdown. Oh my goodness. Vikings. Oh my goodness. At the bottom of the pile, a big scramble for the football. How did that happen? Yeah. It happened because Buffalo happens. Because I'm sorry. Look, born and raised here, all but three years of my life living here, but that's the way they lose. And it is absolutely maddening. I don't mean John Madden. I mean, it's maddening how they do it. And it's just, uh, has there ever been a team in professional sports that has lost more big games in more unusual and statistically improbable ways than the Buffalo Bills. I, I, I'm very hard-pressed to think of it. It's like having Buckner every, like, every three years there's a classic baseball play and it goes against us. It is unbelievable. And I, you know, it, it's just... Everybody, well, not everybody, so many people in our community, all right, like David Bellavia, we're going to get to David in just a moment, but David Bellavia, he has always been a huge Bills fan, and he knows football a lot better than I do. And the fact of the matter is, for me, um, the Buffalo Bills represent a tremendous opportunity to socialize, okay? If you know me, you know that I've got my genetic family, and then I've got my friend family. And the friend family has hundreds of people in it. And we pick a place, we go, we watch the game together, and it's not so much about football to me as it is socializing with people about whom I care and they don't expect me to put on a radio show when I go out. They know, frankly, that a lot of times I'm quiet. It doesn't mean that I'm morose or depressed or anything like that. I'm just quiet, and I'm just enjoying being a spectator sometimes. But good Lord, I that when I think about all of the people thinking this is the Bills' year, anything but a Super Bowl championship is a failure for the Buffalo Bills. And I think about the last two games. Miami, you could write off as an aberration because of heat, okay? I was willing to write off Miami. I was down there. It was hot. Not in the stadium, but very close to the stadium. And it was very hot. But the second half against Green Bay, some leaks started to show in the dike. And the Jets. The Jets! And then the Vikings. And to be so close to victory and to blow it. And it reminded you, did it not, of an article that somebody wrote a few weeks ago that the only team that can beat the Buffalo Bills is the Buffalo Bills. And unfortunately, that was a very accurate prediction of the direction of the team. And I think that those of you who understand football more than I do – are very justified in your concerns about decisions that are made, uh, that are being made at the coaching level, and concerned about for as much of a beast as he is, as much as Josh. Al- Have you ever heard anybody say anything bad about Josh Allen in the community? There have been athletes that have come through this area that 
certainly we have heard bad things about these athletes. Josh Allen is not one. I have heard nothing bad about Josh Allen ever. Okay? It's impossible not to like Josh Allen. But it's also very disturbing that here's a guy who is setting the world on fire. MVP, leading candidate, the Buffalo Bills, they are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. And three straight games, he's kind of soiled the bed. He has not looked good. And fumbling in the end zone, resulting in a Minnesota touchdown, the most basic play in football to screw that up, that's disconcerting because that doesn't show progress. That shows regression. And it was so sad. And again, I feel so bad for the people in your family who live, breathe, and eat Buffalo Bills. And, and, and it's just, it, it really, it, it, it's heartbreaking. But if any team is going to lose in dramatic, tragic fashion, it is the Buffalo Bills. We can add that game. We can add that play to the litany of woe that Von Miller uh, described at the beginning of the season in his message to the Bills Mafia. And could we just replay that, Josh? Could we? Because I don't know if you had the same thought back to this video as I did, but when I saw that play and I saw the signal made for a touchdown, thought to myself, here's another one for the list. Here is another one of those plays that never should have happened, but yet it happened. And uh, do we have it ready yet, uh, Josh? We have to get our lovely ad out of the way. Oh, really? Oh, the ads are just killing the Internet. And and by the way, I do want to thank uh, Gregory Booker-Wells for joining us with uh, his analysis. And Booker is not an I'm-leaving-early guy. If you see Booker get up and leaving a game, the game is over. Seriously, he he knows the game quite well. But this was that Von Miller message at the beginning of the season. And yeah, I heard the stories. I know the history. I know y'all carry a lot of pain. Wide right. No good. Wide right. The Music City Miracle. What a devastating way for Buffalo to lose. 13 seconds. It was over with 13 seconds to go. Bruh. Burn it all. Yeah, but then yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, sun's starting to go down, and we had to watch this. It's close down there. He's close to the goal line. The Vikings celebrating. They think they've stopped him in the end zone. Let's see. It's no, a he safe... fumbled. He fumbled, and it's a touchdown. touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Vikings. Oh, my goodness. At the bottom of the pile, a big scramble for the football. How did that happen? You know, as as much as I love John Murphy and Eric Wood, oh my goodness, were not the words that we were yelling. That was Eric Wood, right? Did I? Okay, yeah. Uh, those were not the words that many of us were yelling at our TVs or radios yesterday. And it, it just, you know, guys, it it is just so, it, it's it's so disheartening. And Josh Schmidt, you've been quiet. I'm looking at the anguish on your face. I wish I, I wish that I'd paid more attention to David's face today, but your your face is 
Yeah, I mean, I was I was here yesterday working with the guys doing like stuff for the website and stuff, and I mean, it was just I, I don't know how else to put it. Besides, I was just beside myself. Like two times, three times, they were right there. The 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 field goal where they went for it on fourth down instead. They get the ball back somehow, stop Minnesota, and then they fumble it, and then they tie it and send it to overtime. And of course, they lose the 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 coin toss again and I don't think they've won a coin toss this year <laughs> and and then they stop them and then the interception so it's just I I like I was telling you a minute ago I was out there and I was like holding my breath so much that I was like starting to get lightheaded and I was like okay we got to like calm down we got to remember to breathe here but it's just it was that kind of game where you're just it, it an hour went by and like like that like it was it was that kind of game I really flipped my uh, my stuff when there was like 40-odd seconds left in the game, and I saw one of our guys celebrating on the sideline. I had a flashback to 13 seconds at Arrowhead Stadium. I said, dude, do you uh, really? But we had people in the basement, Debbie's basement, pour a shot. The victory is ours. Pour a shot. I said, you will not pour a shot. This game is not over yet. And I hate to be the party pooper, but uh, also uh, thanks and congratulations to Jim and Carrie Lynn Kadrina. Had a wonderful wedding on Saturday. Never have spent 4 p.m. to past 10 p.m. at a wedding. But basically, so many of your favorite musicians in the area were there. It was a wonderful time. It was just a great deal of fun. Uh, Wonderful way to spend a Saturday. Now, just to show you how weird things are today here at the radio station. Okay, so I get into work, and I'm, I'm getting myself all set up, and David is, you know, he's, he's wrapping up his show. But when you're a talk show host, you basically plan, okay, here's my material. It will take me to the end of the show. But a problem happened with David. The buttons wouldn't work. And I was sitting here, and, well, let's just listen in to this wonderful highlight. It's like Powerly and Bellavia. Uh, at any rate, uh, Bowerly's got a great program. I'm sure there's going to be good stuff on it. Uh, and we are just going to uh, continue this program for the next 90 seconds. I'd ask you for your phone calls, but there'd be no point because our buttons don't work. But we'll fix those buttons. Hey, Tom Bowerly, how are we doing today? Hey, David, what's going on? Do, I don't know. Do you have extra buttons? Did you bring buttons to work? <laughs> we you need know, buttons. I seem to be fresh out of buttons. I'll try to find you a light bulb if that can help. What the, What was going on when that fumble went out of Josh Allen's hands? What were you doing? Did you jump off the blue water tower like I did? Um, David, um, do you know where we can get a new 60-inch flat screen cheap? You did not. No. <laughs> did you bring no, your TV? Again? <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I was thinking maybe Hand of Satan or something, but it was, it, you know. Did you ever do that when when you were at the height in the when when radio was like you know huge and you were the guy that was on the Today Show and everyone was talking about you? Did you ever have those moments where like other radio guys, you know, like the rock stars, they trash their hotel rooms? Would you ever have thought to throw something out of a window? Um, no. No, because you could hurt somebody very easily, and that, right, that, right. That, that, that wouldn't be cool. But that was um, that was very, very 
ugly, David. And oh. what I mean, you you are a real football guy. I mean, you live. I mean, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on in your life, but you are obviously very, very passionate about it. And so many people are so passionate about it. And one of the callers on GR after the game yesterday said. The Buffalo Bills always manage to find new and innovative ways to break our hearts. And did, did you think of the Von Miller letter to Bills Mafia before the season started where he was saying, wide right, Memphis, uh, Music City Miracle. <laughs> right, Those right, are all right. things in the past. Oh. <laughs> right, right. Well, what do we right. call this? What do we call this with the the, the – Bum effery of <laughs> November. Like, what do we call it, David? I, I think I think what we could probably call it is um, some sort of bizarre, undivine curse that reigns upon us, for which I Ugh. have no explanation, man. Well, Bowerly's got a great program for four hours. We're going to go to news. Uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. But, if, again, David, it, none of the buttons worked. <laughs> if, even if you did college radio interning at some point in your life, there's you could be doing this for 50 years, and suddenly you realize, two minutes, and I don't have anything. So uh, David and I are going to try to do that more in uh, upcoming shows, even when the buttons are working properly. Uh, but anyway, we've got uh, we, we got some stuff we're going to get into at the next hour. I'll tell you something, gang. It's been a really interesting show. Uh, we, we've covered a lot of ground, and there's a lot of ground yet to cover. And I want to do something a little bit different coming up here in the 5 o'clock hour, if you don't mind. So stay listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. And, of course, David Bellavia is every Monday through Friday, 10 until 2, here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm going to be off tomorrow and uh, Wednesday and uh, hopefully back on Thursday. Joe Beamer will be sitting in for me. And he will be on the elliptical wearing his hoodie. He is a monster working out, let me tell you something. I can't even ride a bike.